Welcome back to the Investor Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pesavento, and each week we share mindset tips and real estate investing strategies to help you grow your business and take your passive investing portfolio to the next level. With that said, let's dive right into it. Let's not waste another minute. This episode is sponsored by Von Finch Capital. And if you're interested in investing in the same type of real assets that I personally invest in, that so many of the wealthiest families and richest companies have been involved in for decades, then I invite you to head over to vonfinch.com call and schedule an introductory call so you can start getting involved in these same type of offerings. These are large institutional multifamily and commercial real estate offerings that offer a great cash flow, a great back end, and you get to take advantage of tax benefits that are rarely available in any other type of investment. So I invite you to register, go to vonfinch.com slash call, schedule a few minutes with a member of my team or myself, and we look forward to getting you involved. This is the Investor Mindset Podcast, and I'm Steven Pesavento. And for as long as I can remember, I've been obsessed with understanding how we can think better, how we can be better, and how we can do better. And each episode, we explore lessons on motivation and mindset from the most successful real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. To anyone choosing what to passively invest in, what are some of the key things that you need to look for? Well, I'm going to talk through those in the next couple minutes here so that you can get started passive investing in real estate and not make some of the big mistakes that people often make. So one of the big things is you need to understand what you're investing in. So if you're looking to invest in apartment buildings, then you need to start understanding what are some of the key numbers and attributes and things that people are looking for when it comes to investing in apartment buildings. So uh, for example, when it comes to multifamily, things are often broken up into a couple different categories. You have your small multifamily. Uh, those are more residential. We don't typically invest in those kind of opportunities. You have your mid-sized multifamily, which are 40 to 80 or up to about 100 units. Uh, we do invest in those and those have a very specific strategy we execute. And then you have your 100 to 300 or larger type buildings, like the building I'm standing in front of right here, a building that we're purchasing in Denver, 276 units. It's important to understand what you're looking for because that is gonna go into determining the strategy that's gonna be right for you. So within that, when you're looking at mid-sized multifamily properties, especially the kind that we often will buy in Denver, other fast-growing cities, those types of projects, they typically are heavy renovations. We're typically gonna go in and completely change from one style of tenant to uh, a new style of tenant. We're gonna increase rent and we're gonna make that a completely different place. On those projects, we're typically looking to hold that project for one to three years. So we're looking to turn that money over a little bit faster. And we're looking to double investors' returns or double your money uh, within that one to three year period. So those kind of opportunities are great for people who are focused on equity growth. Now on the other side, those larger projects, uh, the large multifamily, the 100 to 200 to 300 unit buildings or more, those projects are typically a blend between cash flow and that equity growth that you're gonna see. So on those projects, we'll often do some of the same styles of renovations. Maybe they won't be as, uh, as large or in depth and, and uh, maybe others will be. But the key thing with these larger projects is that we get a benefit from having in-house property management, having, 
from having property management that's on the property. So what that ends up leading to is uh, the ability to manage that property really well, which is one of the reasons why we like to hold on to it longer. So those hold periods are you know, five to seven to sometimes even 10 years. And so when we understand what we're looking to invest in, we understand the strategy, and then we start to decide, well, what timeline is gonna work well for us? And we can decide that by understanding, are we someone who's gonna look to live off the money? Are we looking to create cash flow that's gonna create income that we're gonna replace our, our current uh, active income with? Or are we looking to just grow our overall pot of money, our overall portfolio, and focus on extra equity growth? Or are we looking to do a blend of the two? Now, Von Finch, we dabble in each of those areas. We're experts in each of those different strategies. But what we love, like this project that I'm standing in front of, is when you can find something that gives you both cash flow and equity growth over the long run. The third or fourth in this case and final piece that is so critically important that is often overlooked is that it's really important to understand who you're investing with. Who is the operator? Who is that manager? Who is the sponsor? The person who is putting that deal together and gonna be making the decisions on the day to day. What is their track record? What is their experience? And how have they done the exact same type of project that they're currently doing? What that ends up leading to is it lowers your risk uh, and it ends up leading to a much higher likelihood of actually hitting those returns. One of the big mistakes that people make is they don't fully understand the experience of the people people they're investing in. Or they happen to know somebody, they have a personal relationship, and they think, oh, well, this person's a good person, so therefore the deal must be a good deal. And although that can be true, but when people don't have that experience, they might not know what they don't know, and even with best intentions, things might not work out. So it's always important to invest with experienced teams, with experienced operators, with experienced managers who have done this many times because you want to make sure that when you're investing, you have the highest likelihood of success. So uh, if you're interested in learning more about some of these strategies, we put together a phenomenal guide. It's called the Passer Investor Playbook. You can grab that at vonfinch.com slash playbook. Uh, and you can dive into some more lessons about how you can learn to invest. And if you're interested, you'll be able to find out exactly how to invest in the same type of opportunities that we personally invest in. So I look forward to serving you and seeing you there. Thank you for listening to the Investor Mindset Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Head over to theinvestormindset.com to join the Insider Club, where we share tools and strategies from the top investors and entrepreneurs on how to take it to the next level.